0: This is AgriPulse Daybreak West for Tuesday, October 19th. Good morning. I'm Jeff Daly. Here's today's headlines. CDFA violates CEQA. Assemblymember Silas takes on Valaveo. Dems look to boost EPA and rescuing salty soils. Court rules CDFA violated CEQA with invasive pest program. A state appeals court has affirmed that a CDFA environmental impact report for a pest management program violates the California Environmental Quality Act. The judge found the document significantly understates existing pesticide use and fails to take pollinators and water bodies into account. A broad coalition of environmental groups filed the lawsuit. Californians have the right to know when dangerous pesticides are sprayed in their communities and what the risks are, according to Jonathan Evans, legal director for the Center for Biological Diversity, in praising the decision. The California Farm Bureau and California Citrus Mutual filed amicus briefs in support of CDFA. Rudy Salas to take on Valadeo. Assemblymember Rudy Salas of Bakersfield yesterday launched his campaign to unseat Republican Representative David Valadeo, who represents the same district of the House. Among those pledging support for Salas was farmworker White's icon Dolores Huerta. Salas has been a proponent of fixing conveyance canals in the San Joaquin Valley and repurposing fallowed farmland for environmental projects. He also introduced a bill to incentivize bioenergy projects that use ag waste after the state banned open burning in the Valley. Valadeo gained scorn from Donald Trump after the Congress member backed an impeachment trial, though Valadeo agreed with the former president on nearly all of his policies. Senate Democrats released partisan spending bills. Senate Democrats have set up a new fight with Republicans by releasing a tranche of fiscal 22 spending bills that don't have GOP support. The bills include funding for the EPA and the Departments of Interior and Labor. By contrast, the Senate Appropriations Committee in August approved an FY22 spending bill for USDA and FDA that does have bipartisan support. The partisan interior EPA bill released yesterday would increase the budget for the Environmental Protection Agency by $1.3 billion to more than $10.5 billion. The House version would provide about $11.3 billion for EPA. The higher funding for EPA's Clean Air and Climate Program, as well as its compliance and enforcement efforts, will enable the agency to tackle climate change and support clean air and clean water for communities across the country. That, according to the Senate Appropriation Committee's Democratic majority. And by the way... The committee report for the Labor Department's funding bill urges OSHA to issue a rule by the end of FY22 for protecting workers from high temperatures. OSHA said last month it was beginning the rulemaking process for heat for a heat standard. EPA Probing Risk of PFAS in Fertilizer Source EPA plans to study the risk of PFAS contamination from biosolids known as sewage sludge as part of a plan to address the toxic legacy of the so-called forever chemicals. Farmers often use the materials as a cheap way to add nutrients to their soil. But studies have detected the presence of PFAS in a high percentage of biosolids tested. EPA Inspector General found in 2018 that EPA's most recent list of pollutants found in biosolids with incomplete risk assessment included 352 pollutants. In its plan, EPA said it would complete a risk assessment for PFOA and PFOS, Two of the more than 9,000 PFAS chemicals in biosolids by winter 2024 that will serve as the basis for determining whether regulation of PFOA and PFOS in biosolids is appropriate. At its roadmap announced yesterday, the agency also said it plans to propose a national drinking water standard for the two key chemicals by next fall, with a final standard to follow in the fall of 2023. FAO tackles growing salt-affected farmland. Roughly 2.5 million acres of land across the globe isn't fertile enough to grow crops because of high salt levels the situation worsening, according to the United Nations Food and Agriculture Organization. FAO says that improper use of fertilizer as well as deforestation and rising sea levels all contribute to the growing salinity and loss of land that could otherwise be used to grow crops, often in places that need them the most. To combat the problem, FAO is bringing together more than 3,000 specialists this week, with the aim of sharing knowledge on salinity prevention, management, and adaptation in the context of food security, climate change, and ecosystem restoration, and establishing critical connections among policymakers, food producers, scientists, and practitioners. FAO's Global Symposium on Salt-Affected Soils runs from Wednesday through Friday. Here's today's He Said It if you're shooting in the same direction, then no one's going to get shot in the back. That Joshua Walters, a political strategist with the Alliance of California's Farmers and Ranchers, Walters explained how larger coalitions than the Alliance can be paralyzed by disagreement. He delivered the keynote address at the annual conference for the California Association of Pest Control Advisors. Well, that's Daybreak West for this Tuesday, October 19th. For the latest news out of Washington, D.C., visit AgriPulse.com. For AgriPulse Daybreak West, I'm Jeff Nelly.